entertainment. Alright, welcome to Film Fridays. Fingers crossed I can get this out on time. Um, yeah, recording this Thursday night, so hopefully no big news comes out um, in between now and Friday. Um, since recording Tuesday and, and doing everything Tuesday morning didn't work out for me uh, when it came to Tech Tuesdays earlier this week. So, uh, um, yeah. Um, ugh, let's not go over that. All right, so uh, this week was, of course, the Super Bowl, which means we got a lot of Super Bowl trailers, um, starting with the most interesting ones. Uh, we, of course, got a new Captain Marvel trailer and an Avengers Endgame trailer, as well as Captain Marvel having a uh, clip being shared from the film. Um, uh, it was a uh, like a train fight sequence, um, similar to that from the, the Wolverine um, film. So that is what I've what that kind of felt like. The teaser trailer for Captain Marvel didn't really reveal, didn't really reveal anything that we haven't already seen. Avengers Endgame, though, kind of showed us, uh, like, little teases of something new, um, you know, new locations, stuff like that. Um, it does confirm a bit of a time jump. It looks like this is about a year in the future. Um, so, yeah, and it, we get to see what, a uh, brief glimpse at what the world looks like post-snap. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, we also got trailers for um, the Fast and Furious spinoff Hobbs and Shaw. This did actually release um, a few days before the Super Bowl, but nonetheless was also aired um, during the Super Bowl as well. That looks fun. Um, like, legitimately. I think it looks like a fun movie. Um, I haven't seen any of the other Fast and Furious movies, so I can't judge it on that regard. Um, but it does look like a fun movie. I'm a huge fan of The Rock, and I enjoy most of the stuff he's in. Um, I recently saw Skyscraper, rented it on um, DVD, and that was pretty good. Um, you know, it was just a kind of a fun um, heist, not heist, but... Uh, uh, fun, like, survival movie. I don't know what you would consider it. It was something of an action movie. It was good. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, but all the trailers that we got during the Super Bowl um, were the Avengers, Fast and Furious, Captain Marvel, um, I think the Birds of Prey um, teaser that we got a couple weeks ago aired during the Super Bowl as well. Uh, we got a trailer for Alita Battle Angel, us, the new uh, Jordan Peele um, horror film. That got a new trailer for the Super Bowl. Uh, Toy Story 4, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and a uh, kid's film called Wonder Park. Um, out of all those, probably the most besides like the Marvel movies um, and Hobbs and Shaw is uh, probably the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark because I grew up being scared... Um, scared out of my pants by that book. <laughs> um, I, I don't handle horror very well. Um, 
so yeah, lots of interesting trailers. Um, of course, there are YouTube channels that you know if you that have compiled them all together. I'll put the links down in in the description for um, that and for some of the specific trailers, such as the Avengers and Captain Marvel. Um, and yeah, so that'll be in the description below um, if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, so yeah, it was uh, the Super Bowl this week, obviously, and. Uh, Besides the trailers, uh, there wasn't much else that I could find regarding movie news related to the Super Bowl. Um, uh, uh, you know, so yeah, and the Super Bowl itself just kind of seemed to be kind of boring. So there wasn't much interesting that happened there. Uh, of course, the Saints won uh, by quite a margin, apparently, and the halftime show was dull and boring, and they didn't play Sweet Victory. Um, so it was disappointment all around for everyone involved. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, moving on to other news uh, during this week. Um, on top of the new trailer, Jordan Peele's Us got a new poster this week. Um, and that looks interesting. Um, for those of you not watching on YouTube, it essentially features the, the main character, um, and I can't remember the actress's name, but it's her character, and she's, like, fearful holding a mask of her own face, like, next to her real face, and, like, so she's scared while the mask is, like, not... I, you'd have to you'd have to look it up um, to get it, it is genuinely kind of creepy looking um, like I can't really convey how it it looks in that sense but it is um, yeah I am curious about this film I'm not one for horror but every time like I, I'm curious about Jordan Peele's films because they um, they've been getting a lot of good reviews or a lot of good buzz anyways and um, get out was well reviewed and well liked. Um, so yeah, that was, that, um, this Us movie looks like it'll follow that, that same, um, success. It looks like it's going to be pretty good. Um, and then in other movie news, we got, uh, David Fincher's, uh, World War Z news for that is that the sequel, um, will not be happening due to budget issues, um, so, yeah, like, this is not um, really surprising at all. It's hopped around between directors, and it's one of those films that I'm curious that they even really announced a sequel because it, the original movie, World War Z, barely broke even. So I can definitely see why they dropped this film due to budgeting because, you know, you can't really make a film uh, about, you know, zombies that require a lot of CGI um, on a lower budget, like, you know, I mean, why would a studio fork out more money for a sequel for a film that barely broke even, I don't, yeah, um, so yeah, that, uh, was not very surprising when I read that news, because it just seemed like it wasn't, um, didn't seem like it was, the, the luck for this film was, was, it was good, it looked like it was, was heading downhill, um, from the start, uh, we got news that, uh, the Avengers Endgame runtime is still, um, at three hours. It is rumored to be a three-hour-long film. 
um, talking to Collider, the uh, Russo brothers said this, uh, I think the studio is down with what the best story is. Right now, we think the movie is playing well, and we've had great responses from our test audiences, and we're feeling very good about where it is. We're still doing work to it. We're not done with it. Again, this is a culmination film of 22 movies. It's a lot of storytelling to work into it. Emotion is an intrinsic part, intrinsic part of that to us. When you have to tell a really complicated story and you want strong emotional moments with the characters, it just requires a certain amount of real estate. This one in particular feels like three hours worth of real estate. Um, and needless to say, like any Marvel fan is excited for a longer film. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. We're nerds. Uh, we're the same people who would gladly go see the extended editions of Lord of the Rings in theaters. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and would sit through, you know, marathon showings of these films. So... Yeah, three hour, a three-hour Avengers film, fine by me. Fine by me. Um, and, of course, there was the question of whether or not there would be an intermission since other films that cross a three-hour mark, um, such as uh, Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight, I believe it was, um, crossed a three-hour mark and had an intermission. Um, but the Russo brothers said that there probably will not be because, according to Anthony Russo, uh, we have screened the movie four times for audiences now, and for the first three screenings, not a single person got up to go to the bathroom. So, it doesn't look like there will be an intermission if it does cross the three-hour mark, because it seems to be testing well, and people aren't getting up out of their seats. Um, you know, and when you have a film like Avengers Endgame, why would you get up from your seat? <laughs> Hold it. <laughs> um... So yeah, that's that's pretty exciting news. Those who like Marvel and more Marvel, um, you're definitely going to get it with Endgame. Uh, yeah. And then in in our last bit of news, um, and this is probably the most uh, controversial news, the Oscars are going to air without a host. It has been confirmed. Uh, that the Oscars are just not going to have a host this year and that different people will present the different awards. Um, and uh, what's funny is is there was um, some online, online reaction and someone said something along the lines of, you know, uh, you should have gotten Dwayne Johnson, you know, The Rock, to be the host. Or he said something along those lines, like, Dwayne Johnson should be an Oscar host. And he revealed in, in his uh, reply to that that actually uh, he was asked to be the host this year but couldn't make it work due to scheduling conflicts with the Jumanji single uh, sequel. So, yeah, um, there's that. Uh, need, I, yeah, wish, wish um, I would definitely watch or at least want to watch uh, I don't have cable or anything, so I wouldn't be able to unless they hosted it online. Um, but I would want to watch a, a, a Dwayne Johnson hosted event. I'd watch just about anything. Like I said, I, I, I enjoy just about anything that guy's in. Um, and then in even more controversial news, um, the uh, it was announced that uh, they will be airing less popular Oscar awards during commercial break. Um 
and coming from theguardian.com, under pressure from the host network ABC, which pays around $75 million per year to screen the event. The Academy is attempting to incorporate more ratings-friendly features to its notoriously sprawling show, which recorded its lowest-ever viewing figure of $26 million in 2018. Broadcast is now to be kept to three hours of running time, with handout of less popular categories award, uh, less popular categories awards confined to commercial breaks, though as yet it's unclear which ones will be relegated to during the commercial break. Um, so yeah, that's um, this. This of course from people in in the film community. I've seen I saw quite a few people that are um, in the film industry uh, lashing out at this decision on uh, social media, and uh, yeah, it's just. I mean, a lot of people already. I've I've seen general reactions saying that without a, without a host this year, um, that's already killing interest in it. And then of course the fact that you know they're dropping things from um, the television broadcast um, is also disappointing. And so even more people are are not willing to tune in. And yeah. Um, and the, what's funny is, is um, according to that same article, the organizers have also been forced to backtrack on plans to drop three of the five Oscar-nominated songs from the broadcast, reportedly at the assistance, reportedly at the insistence of Lady Gaga, whose duet with Bradley Cooper, "Shallow," was one of the two planned to be retained. So it looks like they were planning to not only drop some of the uh, less popular nominations. Of course, we don't know which ones those are, which ones they would drop. Um, they were also going to cut some of the songs that were going to be performed, some of the nominated songs. And Lady Gaga basically put her foot down and was like, uh, no, uh, you're not dropping those. Um, so, yeah, that it just the, the Oscars are being terribly handled this year. Between the controversy with Kevin Hart um, and then the issues with, you know, finding a host. I mean, Kevin Hart seemed like was kind of their last pick. It seemed like they were struggling to find a pick before they got Kevin Hart. Um, and then when he had that controversy with, you know, old comments being dug up, um, and then dropped out, it just seemed like, you know, the issues just continued. And of course now with, with them trying to condense it and remove, uh, the, elements from the awards it just seems from the television broadcast it just seems like interest in this is is dying i think these decisions are going to result in even less people viewing not more um because let's face it we can all go on the next day and just view you know view the list of who won what and we can you know watch a highlight reel of the funniest moments and funniest speeches and stuff like that. You know, people are just not going to tune in to watch even a three-hour broadcast for mostly films that the general public hasn't seen. Um, Yeah. So, there's that. Um, it's, It's not looking good for the Oscars. Um... Honestly, in this day and age where, you know, more and more awards are coming up and more and more people's opinions are being validated online by social media versus um, where anyone can have an opinion versus, you know, a awards show, um, 
it just seems like these kind of awards shows are becoming less and less relevant and they're struggling to figure out their place now. Um, yeah. Let me know what you think. I'm, I personally, I can't even view the Oscars. I don't have cable. I don't have satellite. They don't stream them online, so it doesn't appeal to me at all. Um, because I can't even watch it if I wanted to. I'm forced to, um, review it online after, and even then, I just, I kind of, I don't typically care. Unless there's something I'm deeply invested in, that I want to win something, I just, I don't typically tune in and I don't pay attention to live um live tweets or anything like that except last year I think it was I did pay attention to when they came around like I I kept my eye on the live feeds for when they announced like best screenwriting or something like that because Logan was um nominated uh for that category so that I I I will take that back that was the one thing that is the one example that I can think of where I actually uh, invested myself in paying attention to the results live. But even then, it was just following other social media feeds that were tweeting about it, that were watching it. I wasn't watching it myself. So yeah, needless to say, it's been uh, an interesting week. Um, Lots of new trailers and new stuff for upcoming films. Um, You know, good news for Marvel fans, bad news for Oscar fans. Um, Yeah, let me know what you think. Um, leave a comment down below. Uh, if you're on Anchor, uh, give me a call and, you know, send me a call to, you know, I can share your thoughts maybe at some point on a broadcast if I get call-ins. Um, you know, feel free to also hit me up on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Geek Source Official on Instagram and at Geek Source Ent on, um, Twitter or just Geek Source official and Geek Source, you know, just yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that is it. That rounds out the news for the week, um, unless something has come up while I'm recording. And so I will see you next week. Have a good one. In between.